media. Blockchain news, crypto crews and interviews. Keeping you tuned in to the ecosystem. Hello and welcome to Core Radio. This is Lutz coming to you live with my my co-host, Wolf. Oh. Hey. Alright. Wolf, show us your O face. <laughs> Shut up. Show us your O face. <laughs> Shut up, man. Alright, but uh Oh Oh, actually, I put the uh, zero out there because uh, the name was usually already taken. But after I thought about it, it's pretty interesting. Like, cause you know how the the zeroth block in a blockchain is like the genesis block. That's how I started thinking of it way later. Oh, all right, cool. Ones and O's. So, so we were just talking about a uh, uh, token summit, and I was telling yeah. Wolf about you know how token summits going, and uh, I mean I. There's this guy named Disruption Joe. He would he was working the room, disrupting conversations. It was pretty cool. And I, I was just about to tell uh, tell yo, uh, there was this other guy, right? Burst IQ. You ever heard of it? BurstIQ.com. That's the website. All right, never heard of it. I mean, it, it was weird because I was asking him things about crypto and he had no idea. But yet, you know, his whole burst iq uh, you know company is based on you know putting uh medical stuff on the blockchain so it was confusing because it's like somebody thought of an idea and i'm gonna do this but i have no idea how it's gonna be done but i'm just gonna push it anyway <laughs> i mean it, I, I i i see i saw a lot of that you know like people seeing money all of a sudden in this sector and they're all like jumping in with just ideas and really nothing to back it up. Well, a lot of times that's how people, you know, make amazing things. They just, you know, like, hey, I have this idea and yeah, I don't know if it's going to work, but I'm going to try it anyway. Another one, uh, another company called Archelio Designing Better Cities. Oh, they, this guy had yeah had it was basically like Darkris, you know, or, or Blockpool.io, where where they're gonna like you know create chains for companies. All right. I, I what I don't understand is that what does a company, any company, want with a blockchain? I mean, blockchains are, I mean, yeah, it's really cool, and yeah, it's it's you know a good way to decentralize. Um, some kind of information, especially transaction information. But the thing is that you know how freaking expensive they are to secure. Dude, going back to what I was saying before, I I asked him. He's like, "Why not just use an existing chain? I mean, why why not just you know yeah. I mean, use and waves?" On top of that, on top of that, forget how you know, forget using an existing chain. You're a company. You can just set up a big server. <laughs> you know, and it just. I mean, it, it didn't, have, but he, but he didn't have a good answer for me. That was the problem. I mean, yeah. I, why not? What? Why do you need like a chain for like a small mom and pop shop? You know, like why do they need their own chain? They could use. They probably do better using waves or something, or they or using you know. I mean, I I don't get it. I don't understand why. Like I I I understand you need a job. <laughs> you know, you need to do something to for somebody, but. It's like, yeah, but I don't understand why these people need you. And he would just, he would just reiterate, oh yeah, but this is what I do, this, you know, and and I create the token, you know, for the company so that they could utilize it for the for their own, uh, you know, company. I was like, yeah, but you, you, I'm not, I, I don't understand. I really don't. You're just, you're not making any sense to me, dude. What's the benefit of having it? And he, he then just, again, guess, he didn't have it. Then again, if you think about it, you have. A lot of people that buy things that they don't really need all the time. It's the trick isn't getting people to think they need it. Oh, actually, he had one good answer that kind of made sense. He said that they own the chain. Oh, that is true. I mean, if Waves decided to do something that would, you know, screw that company up, they can't really do anything about it. But right. So, so yeah. that made sense to me. Owning the chain, I understand. You know, for record keeping, that that's a good idea. 
I mean, but then so again, you could always... But then again, I mean, you can keep records in so many yeah. different ways that don't require a massive amount of hash power, if you think about it. Right, or, or use Komodo. They, they, don't, they don't... I mean, the difference between Komodo and Waves is if the Waves chain goes down, all the tokens go down with it. But if yep. Komodo goes down, it's a separate. It's se everything's separate. So all the, all the, you know, those asset chains and gecko chains that they have attached to the wallet... They'll, they'll, they'll all still work. Only Komodo would not work. How does that work? That's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's actually pretty cool. Not a lot. It's, it's, it's really under the radar. I mean, when I heard about that, I was like, why? Like, like is it, isn't that like a great feature? Like, if something yeah. goes wrong with... They should, with, like, you know, market that more because that's actually pretty awesome. I, a lot of people have been saying Komodo is awesome. I'm like, yeah, you know, what's great about it? That's actually the first good answer I've heard. Uh, well, that's that's the one of the main reasons why I, I like it is because... You know, if Waves screws up somewhere along the line, you know, I mean, that's it. Every single one of those those tokens are, are, are fucked. Yeah. And, and I, I don't know I about mean, ETH. That's a lot of responsibility, too, because, see, the thing about uh, the thing about Bitcoin now is that, you know, you know how the devs are just terrified to do anything to Bitcoin because of how, its market cap and how many people's lives that they could just totally destroy by accident? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what's going on? Yeah, that could end up being the same thing with Waves. Wait, what's the... They have the BU, right? Bitcoin Unlimited? Mm-hmm. Bitcoin just, Unlimited, uh, honestly, is... I mean, first of all, the whole point of it is unworkable because that would just create so many denial-of-service exploits. But let, let's just forget about that for a minute. It's got so many, you know, bugs and exploitable bugs I'm talking about already in it that... You know, I'm pretty sure one got exploited before they released the source code to the to the change. I mean, that's pretty bad. It's I, I didn't I didn't hear about that. Honestly, I just downloaded the wallet yesterday for the first time, and it, it's still downloading. So I, I'm not seeing the. Right, yeah, it's I, it's I, still I, just as bad as as the old one. Uh, yeah, Bitcoin Unlimited. The problem is, is that. They don't have any, like, really good devs that can fix these bugs because nobody with sense is going to work on it. <laughs> they know that, you know, if I decided that, you know, if you decide that you really want to make Bitcoin with an unlimited block size, this is the problem. Do you know, uh, do you know uh, Bitcoin transactions, how they're, what they consist of? Ones and zeros? <laughs> well, yeah, pretty much. But what I mean is they're, <laughs> they're actually a kind of script. Uh, a little like a programming language. It's very, very, very limited. It can't do a whole lot of things. What a lot of people don't know is that you can do interesting things like make puzzle transactions. Like you have to find uh, data that hashes to this value, say an image, pick an image, and then you have to find what I was thinking of and then feed it to the transaction in order to spend the output. You know, you can do things like that. But anyway, point is, is that you can do a lot of things with the script. And if I allow a block size of any size, What's going to end up happening is is that all I have to do is create a really massive transaction that makes you do a whole lot of pointless shit to verify it. And you know what's going to happen? Nodes are going to start locking up because they have to verify this all the time. Right. Yeah, and, 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 I mean, and you broadcast three of those transactions, i got to do that three times all the time. And, and that was that's what I was looking into. I was looking into that also yesterday. What's the... What's the you know, why why would I want to run a node? What's the incentive to run a, a Bitcoin Unlimited node uh, other than voting? Well, to uh, the incentive to run a full node at all, to me, I run a full node, and it's not because, you know, I'm, you know, altruistic. It's simply because that's the most secure wallet you can get. You know, light wallets technically aren't secure, although they're more secure than, um... They're more secure than, obviously, exchange wallets or another online, you know, thing. But they're not as secure as full nodes. So the reason I run a full node is because I like to, you know, have full control of it. I like to, you know, have my chain and not just my private keys, but, you know, also privacy. Another problem that light wallets have, you know, uh, they basically, like Electrum, it has, like, Electrum servers. And then, you know, the clients connect to a server. Well... That server can probably tell what addresses belong to you simply by the addresses that you're asking about. Like, because the Electrum server has to have the chain, and then you get your info from the Electrum server, right? You know, when you're trying to check what the balance is or broadcast transactions, right. you know what I'm saying? 
So the Electrum server is going to know like what addresses belong to you simply by virtue of, hey, you know, he's curious about the balance of this address. Well, maybe that one belongs to him. Yeah, uh, and I was talking about the, the Bitcoin Unlimited wallet. You know, I, I do oh, have yeah, a Bitcoin, Bitcoin wallet. Itself, I was talking about full nodes in general, but uh, yeah. Bitcoin Unlimited itself, I mean, I guess there's not a real reason to run a full node unless you want, you know, more security. They they need to you know like I I like proof of stake, I do. I mean, what what do you like better, proof of stake or proof of work? There were I a agree. lot of uh, a lot of proof of work fans at the token summit. Yeah, I'm I'm a proof of work fan, duh. But to be honest, the one I like best is hybrid, because the thing about proof of stake is is that it's not proof it's not secure in a crypt in a cryptographically provable way. What I mean by that is that. You know, when you demonstrate the security of your algorithm, you base you show how breaking it would basically boil down to solving a hard problem that humanity hasn't solved yet. With proof of work, that is basically something like finding the pre uh, like pre-imaging a hash function. To do it faster than doing the hash, what you would have to do is that you would have to find such a way to break the hash function so that you could figure out um, something about its output without, you know, faster than actually doing the hash function. So that would be something that is just so amazingly made that you'd write a paper on that, you know, people would, you get all kinds of jobs and money and stuff like that. So yeah, that's, that's how, you know, proof of work is secured. We know that it's secure because it's based on this extremely hard problem that people just don't understand how to solve efficiently yet. Proof of stake, it's, well, not. <laughs> It's well, more based on con consensus. Yeah, you no, know, I, I like I like both. Also, you you know what, Komodo has both, but I don't. I don't. It's, I don't they don't have proof of stake though. They have more of an interest that you get on top of your coin. So you get yeah. five percent interest on your coin just for leaving it in the wallet, and then on top of that, I'm mining it. So it's kind of like mining like Zcash. It's equi Equihash. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you you know about mining Equihash? Yeah, it's not something I do very often, but yeah, I know I know the algorithm and everything. Yeah, you, 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 I, I, I saw the the Zcash guy at the summit. Oh yeah, um, what was his name or his nickname? Uh, shit, I forgot. He had a cool like uh, he had a name from like Grease Lightning. Um, Something like that. Yeah, I remember he had uh, he had this interesting nickname, but I can't remember exactly what it was for some reason. You gotta make me look it up, huh? Oh uh, yeah. He's actually really, really, you know, smart, especially with you know technical things. But some of the like general ideas he has for Zcash is a little whacked. I typed in Zcash founder, let's see. And I, I still don't see. Oh, Zuko, that, that was his name, Zuko. Yeah, Zuko. Right, is that a guy from Grease Lightning, from, from the movie Grease? Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think I've seen it. I'm right. I'm right anyway. Even if I'm wrong, I'm right. <laughs> so this guy, he's out there, dude. Everyone's got like these ties on, right? And these suits. He's over there with his hard fork cafe shirt on. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like him. You just kind of... <laughs> and every answer... He just kind of, you know, goes to... He does his thing, you know. Whatever anybody else is doing, he's going to be doing his thing. And every answer, he's like, well, you know, I, I really got no control over anything. I can't fire anybody. Which actually, it's <laughs> is kind of the best answer that, you know, he, that I'd like to hear from a cryptocurrency. Because if it's uh, somebody like Vitalik, I mean, I can't say that, you know, it's great if this dude can, you know, basically do anything with his currency and we just have to deal with it. How decentralized is that? You know, how... Uh, how, how much does consensus, consensus of the nodes really matter when, you know, whatever you decide goes? Right, and they were saying that him, between him and the team and everything, like, they own, you know, uh, they still own a lot of ETH. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Why do you think proof of stake is happening? 
yeah, it's not here yet, but eventually it's gonna happen, and why do you think that? You think, you you think, think I, I don't think that's gonna be very successful, though. Well, I, I don't know if it's gonna be successful or not, but the thing is that, why do you think they're doing proof-of-stake only? It's not to make other people money, I can tell you that. <laughs> well, they, every popular, every great coin so far has been a proof-of-work coin. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, name a proof of stake coin that's done like as good as ETH or Bitcoin or you know Zcash. I mean, then like none of them. I have you can't really name any. I've seen a lot of coins, and yeah, you're right. <laughs> right, and then you got the tokens now. So it's it's it, we got we got proof of work coins. We got proof of stake coins. We got hybrids, many mm -hmm. different hybrids. You know, with different variables. And then, and then you got tokens now. I think tokens are at least a little step in the right direction. At least they're, what they're doing is that they're not making their own currency completely and they're actually basing off something else and then being a part of it. Because the problem that we had is that we had, you know, a bunch of people creating all these random coins, basically just copy-pasting the code, changing a few things, and then boom, new coin, new blockchain, new everything. I mean, that's not only expensive to secure, but it's a massive waste. At least now, you know, they're, you know, using a part of another coin and all that isn't going to waste all the time. Yeah, and if people like it, it's always there. And, you know, but yep. but but still, I still have a problem with the whole, you know, with, with the whole being part of another chain type of thing. It's not its own entity. You know, it's, you know, if something goes wrong with one. So you're kind of codependent on somebody else. That's true, but... I mean, to make your own coin entirely, I mean, look at how much code that you're using from other people that's exactly the same in every other coin, and how much code that you're making, you know, custom. If you're making 95% of your code from somebody else's code, generally, you're still dependent on them. You know why? Because if there's a bug in it, are right. you going to be right. able to fix it? That's true, that's true. That's true, you're right. Yeah, I never thought yeah, of it like that. A lot of people that. are, you know, sitting there waiting on, you know, GitHub fixes from other coins, uh, dev teams, because they, I mean, maybe they're competent devs, maybe they're not, but whether or not they are, they still have this problem of they don't know the code base very well. Which most of them are Litecoin. I've seen a few Blackcoin, uh, you know, copies. Yeah. Fiber coin. Some trace back to like Nova coin, etc. Uh, what was that? There's a, there was a, I think pot coin or what was that? Can cannabis coin, something like huh. that. You you look in the files and it says it in the files. Yeah. There's also uh this one site I can't remember what it was, but it showed the um the ancestry of every coin as a web like from who they forked from who they forked from who they forked from and so on it was pretty cool what the fork yeah exactly it's it's crazy there's people that it's it's like their job to just you know keep duplicating coins that's what they do yeah you can think about that but then again that's kind of sad because there's so many people who i mean there's got to be at first i thought you know there's going to be an uh you know people are going to get wise eventually and I wasn't wrong. People do get wise, you know, to the whole, you know, new coin, you know, pump and dump scam eventually. But the thing is, is that, well, I guess it's not really a scam because they don't promise you anything. But you know what I mean. The thing is that people do get wise, in my opinion. There's just so much new blood coming into crypto that uh, <laughs> they always have a victim. Well, you know, it's and, and it's sad because there's a lot of, uh, you know, especially now we got a lot of new people coming in. A lot of new money coming in. Actually, let's take a look at that price. We're back down to 2038. Wow. We dropped $800 in two days. Yep. Not even a day and a half. Yeah, but obviously that rise was not sustainable. I don't know. I'm going to have to ask Disruption Joe. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, come on. Rising that quickly in such a short time? I mean... Generally, normal, you know, sustainable rises are the result of some kind of news or something. And yeah, they can go up somewhat fast, but not that fast. Going up that fast is evident of, you know, usually that it's going to come back down probably just as fast.
there, there was this uh, exchange. Oh, yeah. I, I met the guy from uh, an account manager from Kraken. His name is Austin Alexander. And, uh, dude, he was, I mean, it was insane, man. He was, he was a cool, he was a cool guy. But, uh, I mean, when, when we asked him about, you know, putting waves on, on a uh, Kraken, he was adamant about not doing that. <laughs> Why? I mean, he was just like, it, so, it sounds like, uh, like they were getting harassed or, I mean, it, it sounds like you know he he gets an email like every five minutes and he's just like yeah. so tired of getting them. He's like, I'm never gonna put them on anymore. <laughs> I can understand that. It's like you know, so many people have you know bugged me about this and everything. I'm just not gonna do it because I am so sick and tired of these people. I can understand that. You, you know what else he said? He said that what? no more, no more. Uh, this is like good information. They're not gonna put any more Ethereum tokens for a long time on the exchange so there's a there's a a name for it e320 or something you know those type of coins it's e something 20 you know what i'm talking about uh no i don't really pay attention to the tokens much yeah so so when you create like a coin it's it's like a specific type of ethereum it's called e something 20 or so some some name he used, you know, he, you know they're not gonna they're not gonna be putting any more. He said for a very long time of, for Ethereum tokens for some reason. So if so any new project that comes out, it's probably not gonna get listed on Kraken either. For for uh, Ethereum. Makes sense. Well. I've never used Kraken, so to be honest, that doesn't really bug me too much. And since I don't use tokens either, that. And it has no effect on me. It's a pretty big exchange. Yeah, yeah, it is, but uh, it doesn't do uh, U.S. dollars to Bitcoin too. Um, I don't know. Oh yeah, it does actually. Yeah, you could buy you could buy BTC on Kraken. Yep. Yep, that could be the reason I don't use it. They ask for too much information. They, and you know what? I, there was a whole financial uh, part, you know, talk. And they were saying, they were saying like, you know, like it's it's imperative imperative to have the, you know, KYC, AML, KYC. Mm-hmm. Before you, obviously, before you, you know, uh, even touch U.S. dollars. Because if you don't, you know... The IRS is going to, not only the IRS, but like, you know, the FBI is going to come, you know, with money laundering requests, like, and the IRS is going to come and ask, you know, we want these forms and these records and all that crap. If you don't have anything, you know, any information on these people, if you don't have anything to say, and you don't have a very good reason why you don't, uh, they're going to be up your ass and they're going to stay there. But on the other hand, it is... I mean, they said a lot of people got fined. Like, a lot of people that didn't have it got fined big time. Exactly. But, uh, you know, on the other hand, what it does is it deputizes companies to rat out everybody's information to the government. Exactly. Thank you. Which is why I prefer uh, company or uh, exchanges that do not use... um uh or deal with United States dollars, or really any fiat currency. Wait, what exchanges do you use? Uh, I used to use BTCE back in the day, but the only reason I don't use them now, I still like them, but the only reason I don't use them now is mainly because they don't support enough coins. So I use, you know, um, Poloniex and Bitirex, but I just don't uh, don't verify on them. Gotcha, gotcha. The only way I could use Polo is if I use a VPN and make pretend I'm not in New York. Oh, yeah, that happened to me once since I use like a random VPN server, you know, when I, you know, start my computer to connect. Just one time it happened to be in New York and I was like, oh, I can't connect. And I was like, oh, let me, let me shut that down, use a different bounce. And I did. And then it let me in. It's, it's crazy, man. It, it would, it, it's, it's like clearly like you're in New York. Sorry. We can't help you. Yep. I'm like, all right. So where do you want me to be? Russia? I'd be in Russia. <laughs> yeah.
I also met a guy from Leandrino Exchange. It's another exchange. L-E-O-N-D-R-I-N-O.com. Never heard of it. Leandrino, uh, Leandrino Wallet. Get currencies of brands you trust. I don't really remember the, the conversation too much. That's why I'm looking at the website. I think I, I was drunk by that time. <laughs> Holy shit, this thing is sweet. But I, but I was talking to everybody. I was just going around talking to people. It was fun. It was a great time, man. I, I really, I, you know what? This was like my, my first real, I, I, it wasn't just the meetup. I mean, this was like a real big conference here in New York. I, I never I never go to these things. Really? So, you know, you glad you went? I'm stoked, man. I want to go to another one. I mean, I, I can't believe the <laughs> amount of information that they overloaded me with. I mean, it was it was rough, man. I woke up at 5 a.m. I mean, I'm normally going to sleep at 5 a.m. <laughs> yeah, I know the feeling. You know, and so I woke up at 5 a.m., man. I, I jumped on the bus. I jumped on the subway. And then I walked for a while to get there. And, uh, you know, and, and it didn't end till like, 7 p.m., bro. Yeah, I was there all day, but dude, it was it was so much information. It was great. I recorded the whole thing, by the way. Really sweet. I just gotta, I gotta, like you know, break it down, you know, because there were like segments. Break it down because nobody wants to listen to twelve hours straight. Yeah, exactly. I know what you mean. Like, because even if they do, it's gonna be more, you know. They're listening as they're doing something. Not gonna, not gonna really, you know, listen directly to something for like twelve hours straight. That's just way too damn long. Listen to my conversations, you know, macking it to the chicks. <laughs> yeah, you might want to edit that. <laughs> hey, you know, especially hey. if you, you know, said something retarded while you were drunk, you wouldn't want that, you know, on the air. <laughs> what are you kidding me, man? People would take notes. <laughs> Like, oh, he just asked her for her chocolate chip cookie. Why Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> yeah. They gave us little boxes, right, with, uh, with, like, food in it. Like, it was just, like, a box lunch. And, oh, sweet. And there was, like, a wrap in it and an apple and a chocolate chip cookie. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'll trade you my apple for your chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anything to start a conversation. It was a, it was a great time, man. It was uh, the next one is I think the next good one is in November. Unfortunately, that's a long ways away. Oh yeah, that is quite a long ways away. That'll be that'll be the good times again when it's nice and cold. <laughs> ah, fuck that, man. I want to be rich by then. Not even rich. I just want to just want to be able to buy a house in Florida. I mean, technically, I could do that, and I probably will do that. The problem is the whole thing. Pretty nice. I mean, if if you can buy a house in Florida, you probably got you know a nice amount of money. Well, you know, I've I've been working too. You know, I I I don't you know I didn't make everything from from crypto. Oh yeah. I was a worker at one point in time. <laughs> Going to my nine to my my uh, seven to freaking seven at night job. Oh, so I, that's why you know you have a hard time sleeping uh, at night. I don't miss it, man, and I don't have a hard time anymore. Now I just don't care when I go to sleep. Same here, exactly. And I love it, man. Let me tell you, the stress, there's no more stress. I mean, mm-hmm. I used to take, you know, you know, like to get to wake up for work in the morning, you know, I used to like take, you know, all sorts of shit, like NyQuil, you know, like, you know, just so I could pass out so I could be functional at work the next day. But, Damn. you know, I, I just, sometimes I just would, I couldn't fall asleep for shit, man. I'd, I'd go straight into the next day. <laughs> yeah, I know the feeling. You know, I've sat here coding sometimes for like six back-to-back shifts. 
I don't miss it, man. I don't miss it at all, man. Everybody with their bosses and, you know, like, oh, I'm the manager. Well, fuck, congratulations, man. You're a fucking slave, too. <laughs> it's like, what? You know, you think you're important? They just, you know, uh, they just basically, they use you so that they don't have to control too many people. <laughs> at the same time. And everybody's playing fantasy sports on the computers the whole day. No one's really doing any work. Yeah, exactly. It's like, all oh, the bosses here should look busy. <laughs> but team meeting, we we need to discuss the, the teams and how we're going to, you know, we're play, what players we're going to trade up. <laughs> it, it was, it was definitely, I, I didn't, I didn't, I never enjoyed working in a corporate situation. I was a baker at one point in time though. You know, when I was young, my, my, my family owned the bakery. That's pretty cool, actually. I can make cakes, cookies, man. I'm really good. I can make so many cakes so fast. Like, really fast. Dude. I could I could design a birthday cake in, like, a minute and a half. Damn, really? Yep, a minute and a half. I used to uh, work for Dairy Queen, and they would, uh, you know, they would do that with the cakes. She said it was damn hard. Uh, no, I mean, Dairy Queen, that's because, dude, I, I would, I had a table, a wooden table, about... No, because they have to decorate them, sometimes custom, you know, designs and stuff. Five feet, five feet wide and 20 feet long. Oh, well, well these days the custom designs are done by a printer. So oh, they really? don't have to do it by hand anymore, yeah. Maybe that Dairy Queen is old or something. Because I remember, yeah. it was a while ago, but yeah, she, she said that that was hard. Yeah, a long time ago, they, they used to sell the packages with the, you know, the little, you know, it's like, Pieces, little balloons, you know, you got to fix it up the way the picture looks. And then, then there were, you know, people that were really good at art, art, you know, like drawing things that they would do pretty well, yeah, like drawing sister. on a cake. That's my sister, which is why, you know, she was always the one doing it. Nah, that's... She, is she's it, been great at art since she was little. The problem is not too many people pay for that, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, you know, they they rather just go with the, you know, the, the fraction of a price from the printer than, you know... That somebody doing it by hand. Mm-hmm. But I had a five foot, five foot wide, about 20, 20 feet long, maybe. About 20 feet Damn. long wooden table, bro. It was a big table, huge. That's massive. And uh, I would line up the cakes, about 100 cakes on this table. And I would you just see me flying back and forth. I had the spin, the turntable at the end. And just one cake at a time, boom, I throw it on the table, zoom, zoom, one, you know, the sides, the top, the borders, happy birthday, boom, done. You know, like, Damn. not even a minute. It was, it was like the fastest thing. I mean, I, I, I impressed cool. myself with that. One day, one day when I retire. Oh, yeah. Like, gonna buy one of those one, oh, you know, when you retire and just, you know. Relive the old days, like let's see if I remember how to do this. <laughs> exactly. I'm I'm here to buy your bakery. <laughs> yeah. Have it the workers. But, I don't I need mean, the workers. You, you they could leave. Classy. You gotta you gotta do a class. You gotta have cash. <laughs> I'm here. To, I'm here to buy your bakery in Bitcoin. <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be even better. What's Bitcoin? In twenty years, you're gonna thank me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like what's Bitcoin? Like, well, by that time, you know, they might they might know what Bitcoin is. Hey man, it? you know, you know, it's I. You think this price is gonna go down even further? Maybe a little, but I mean, if it goes down, it's not gonna stay down. I'm okay with it going down to twelve hundred, honestly. To what? Back down to twelve hundred, thirteen hundred, where it was. Yeah, but let me sell first. <laughs> even so, even so, though, I mean, that was high at that point. Remember, we were like, "Oh yeah, man, it's at 1300 I'm okay with it. I'm okay as long as it go, if it, as long as it stays over its previous all-time high. You know, it doesn't have to be over two thousand. It can be, you know, like fourteen hundred or thirteen hundred. You know, something like that. Right. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Right. I mean, we were waiting for the longest time to for it to go over a thousand. You know, <laughs> I mean, like that mm -hmm. was that was a long freaking wait. 
You know the funny thing is all the all the investing in crypt in altcoins, you know, making making some you know some profit, losing some profit, making some profit. And at the end of the day, if we just kept it in Bitcoin, it probably would have been the same. Yeah, that's true, but probably less fun. Okay, less stressful right. too. <laughs> <laughs> probably get more. Yeah, sleep. I don't. I don't really S- trade a lot. Sitting there watching the graphs all night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's one reason why I don't trade a lot. It's just it's uh. Well, to be honest, I'm I'm not really that good at it, you know. So. Yeah, me neither. I I just uh, I'm I'm actually really bad at it. Like I'm really bad at it. Like my my girl my girlfriend, she's like uh, and she's like oh you know she wants to get married, right? Damn good at it though. She turned like point I think it was like point two Bitcoin into like one something in over a day or, or a little over a day. It was like amazing. She's really really good at it. You, you want to hear the worst thing, dude? I my, my chick wants to get married, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so you know, and I hate like taking money out of crypto to you know to get things, right? Yeah, I do too. Well, I mean, if it's one of the coins I believe in and like, yeah, I hate doing that. Oh man, I had to do it though because she kept busting my balls. You know, like yeah, every every single time a holiday came, you know what I want? Yeah, try to keep a try to keep a small slush fund of coins that you really just don't care about getting rid of. Put them in put them in something stable, but something that you don't necessarily hate to sell. Yeah, I know. I had all my, my I, like I had I had all my cookies in one basket at the time though, a couple months ago. Oh, I see. Yeah, I, I don't have that Hang problem on, at the right at this uh, I need something to drink. I'm parched. I mean, right. so 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 you know everybody right out there. I right, mean, so what I did was I, I ended up selling. I I bought I bought the ring right, and uh, you know it's still coming in. I have a guy in New York City, and uh, you know and if you ever, you ever get a diamond or you know or you want to get something you know quality, you always go to New York City for jewelry. Uh, you don't go to a flea market. You don't go to, uh, you know, a laboratory. You go to New York City. My father was a jeweler before he was a baker. And there are old school people over there that'll tell you exactly, you know, the differences. Uh, you know, they'll have it. Uh, they have a geologist. You know, he'll uh, examine the diamond and all that and give you like a full assessment you know, even if you and you do need that apparently if you want to, if you if you want to get it insured. So, but you know, to the point, I, it's like the worst possible thing could happen. As soon as I sold to to buy this ring, you know, because I was thinking I was like, yeah, okay, you know, I'll, I'll just I'll just buy it back. You know, as soon as I make it in in a month, that's like a couple of weeks later, it freaking flew up. The price went four times. It's like, oh gosh. So painful. <laughs> it was funny though. I mean, it wasn't funny at the time, but I'm laughing at it right now. All right, I'm back. I'm better. Ah, oh, welcome back. So, give me one second. I I actually need a drink too. All right. Talk talk to the audience a little bit. And okay. Uh, um... But we're gonna when I get back, we'll talk about Saya. All right. Saya, I think it's called. Oh, it's Italian. I wonder. I, I I gotta ask them how they came up with that name too. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a good idea. Like, see you later. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of on IRC, also you know working on code and on Bitcoin talk, etc. I should stop going on Bitcoin talk. Sometimes there are just so many people who just. What do they wake up in the morning and take stupid pills? Anyways. Anyways, yeah. Um waiting for loots to get back. Alright, see that was quick. Just got some water. Yep. Oh man. Yeah, I was just saying, you know, uh, I'm on RC coding and Bitcoin, and you know, uh, and on Bitcoin talk, and I was just saying, you know, sometimes the comments on Bitcoin talk, it's like, what do these people do? Wake up in the morning and take stupid pills? Ah, uh, yeah, they, they all. They, I believe they all have an agenda on Bitcoin talk. Yeah, but sometimes, you know, it's really obvious that they're 
just, you know, maybe they have an agenda, maybe they don't, but some people are just thick. Like this I mean, one guy, um, uh, this one guy said, you know, can you lower mem voltage? And then he says, like the claim, the options on Claymore that uh, they use them. He says, you can't set, somebody said, you can't set memory voltage, only memory controller. And he says, so in the VBIOS, can you set mem the memory voltage? I said, and so this time I replied, and I'm like, no. He says, where do I put the value 980 millivolts? I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> I just said, nowhere. You cannot set it. <laughs> See, I have you know, no idea what that is. Yeah, it's the voltage that goes to the, the memory on, you know, your GPU. And I'm just like, you know, and so this guy's, he's been told twice that you can't set it. Literally, I mean, there, there was, there's nothing I can do on most, uh, on most new cards that is going to set it. You have to, you would have to use a hardware mod. And we're trying to get this point across to him, and dude is just, I mean, he's so thick you couldn't put a railroad spike to his head. You, you would have to, you would have to solder a bigger capaci capacitor, right, onto the board, or, or Actually, can, uh, can't you do it through the BIOS? Nope. It can't be done through through software, through the VBIOS, nothing. What I tend to do is that I don't tend to modify voltages through the the VBIOS anymore. What I tend to do is that I access the hardware directly on Linux and then ask um, the voltage controller just to change the voltage. But the voltage controller for the memory isn't actually connected to the bus. You can't really talk to it. So it's going to keep doing its thing unless you you know do it on the hardware. Um, most people for the hardware, well, to be honest, the very most simplest trick is to uh, take a pencil. And uh, <laughs> I'm not even joking. You take a pencil and, you you know, you draw on the traces that, you know, are for the voltage. And, yeah, that'll, uh, I think that decreases the resistance a little bit, which, uh, which will bring it up some. Oh, they, I, I, we used to do that back in the day. I'm talking like 15 years ago with AMD CPUs. Remember yep. we used to, yeah, we used to flip them around, and we used to draw with a pencil like the square on the on the back of it. You can connect all the all the little resistors. I don't know what they were. Those little boxes. They were little boxes, transistors, resistors. I know there's a whole bunch of different ones, but we used to connect it with a lead pencil and then put it back on. And used to, it was like part of overclocking, you know. Yeah, you put graphite on there, and what uh, what happens is that I think it decreases the resistance of the, you know as the voltage goes over the wire, so you're upping the voltage a little bit. That'll help you overclock a little bit more. Ah, I never understood the reasoning for it. I, I just remember doing it. Why else would you overvolt? It makes it hotter and, you know, all that other stuff, so... There's not really a ton of reason to increase the voltage unless you want to overclock it more. Main problem... I... Uh, main reason that, uh that that works is because when you increase the clock of something the electricity has less time to get from point a to point b before it's supposed to and if the clock ticks again before the electricity has gone from the input to the output all the data is just clobbered and you read garbage from the output and that's how that's how you end up getting errors and incorrect shit when you overclock too much so this is affected by both the voltage that's going through it, but it's also affected by, you know, the silicon lottery, how good the silicon is in general, which you can't really control. I mean, two different cards in the same batches, one might suck, one might be awesome. You never know. But in some cards, voltage of uh, the electricity travels a little bit faster, some a little bit slower, so some overclock better than others. You said, but that's it. Now, now go, that's with the with GPU mining, right? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, uh, regular CPU overclocking or overclocking your RAM. Have you, have you, have you looked into the, the hard drive mining? Uh, that I haven't, no. It'd be cool to know if there's a way to overclock that. Well, or, you, or, or, you know somebody what? Somebody made, like, a GPU accelerated one where you can, like, fill up the hard drive a whole lot faster, but... Oh, you know what? spinning platters, they're only going to spin so fast, so... Right. Right, no, actually, what, what I, the, the only way to overclock it is to, to tweak it to perfection, apparently. Pretty much. I mean, so, so there's, like, bandwidth price, 
collateral price price per terabyte, right? Like, like uh, max duration of weeks, and it, and everything's got to be like a certain like perfect mixture in order to get contracts and get a better sounds rank. Like, um, yeah, sounds kind of like uh, you know, um, overclocking RAM in general. There's just so many different things that you want to do, and then they all sometimes affect each other, so it can be a major pain. So I'm I'm thinking Sirecoin, right? Or it, like, yeah, that's what it's I, called. I like Sirecoin. I like I mm-hmm. All right. I I like I I liked storage. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of like a massive decentralized store, like being able to upload something to a decentralized place, share files like that. I I really like that. And not get in trouble for it, right? I can share all my right. porn and I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, and you you never can really lose the use of it is, you know, the best part about it, you know, so. I think this once this gets, they were saying at the token conference that this industry is a $30 billion industry. What, storage? Yep. Mm -hmm. With Amazon Web Services and Google. Interesting. I mean, imagine tapping into that. I really like the the Sia guy though. He was a, he, you could tell he's like uh you know. He's oh yeah, dev. he said he went there. Yeah, he, that, he, that guy he, went there. Dave, uh, his name was David. He he, he said he, you you could look at them and you could see that he's he's definitely like a a developer at heart, you know. Hmm. Yeah, he's on the Slack all the time. So am I. And it, then yet you had like Sean Wilkinson right from Storage, and he, I don't know. He was just. It was very talkative. I mean, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't really like, I, I liked, I liked it, but I, I was, I didn't really like it. You know, I, I, storage didn't really impress me too much. I don't know if it yeah, was the I cocky, go a cocky the attitude. And they're, uh, they're stopping, you know, they're not going to be decentralized anymore. This is just something I heard. So I'm not sure if it's true. And I was like, well, what exactly do we need with like another Dropbox or et cetera? I think from what they said at the conference, they're going to do both now. Oh, okay. So they're going to have an option for that also. Which, on that note, I mean, it's not really grassroots-like to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, I want to make money any way exactly. I can. Like I said, uh, remember when we talked about Sea uh, versus Storage before, and I said, you know, the Storage guys, they don't seem enthused about exactly what they're making they seem you know more you know yeah there's a whole lot of money in making this etc 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 you know but it's they don't seem like they really you know this is something that i like doing you know and i i like you know making this product i'm gonna want to use this product type people if you know what i mean i i well say, say that again one more time they don't seem enthused about the product that they're making. Like oh, they, yeah, yeah. They, like they, they don't want to use it. They don't look like you know, true geeks. Like, exactly. You know, if if you really want to use what you're making and you're excited about it, you can make other people excited to use it, too. If you're just in it for the money, then why do, why should I get excited about your product? I mean, you know, if you, you're one of the guys making it and you're not excited about it. I mean, he was, he was, he was just, he had a, a very, uh, you know, like, aggressive cocky attitude you know while he was up there he was kind of like a mike hog kept talking see you know actually beat them to the punch of like a proper working you know um uh what am i thinking a proper working you know platform so it's kind of hilarious like because they're cocky and all like you know oh there is no competition the competition's currently ahead of you dude (laughs) Did you see that link I sent you? Check, check that thing out, dude. Oh, was it? Is it over Teamspeak? Uh, I sent it in. I don't know. You're in so many slacks together. I have no idea. Uh, it was in Saya. Um, it's in the Saya yeah, slack. Yeah, Backblaze. Just... Backblaze. I've seen that. Yeah, that thing is sick, man. I want one of those. Yeah, I thought I thought about using Backblaze at one point, but I was like, eh, you know, I don't, I don't think so. But uh, yeah. I mean, think about it. If you have like a petabyte of space, 
you'd probably be making a good amount of income once, you know, once Sio or, you know, any of these, you know, solutions goes like mainstream and you know, it taps into that good, 30 billion. Yeah, or just have a good place to store all your porn. <laughs> well, and we, everyone we, else's for cash. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that too, you know, but uh, yeah. that, you that's know. pretty amazing though, a petabyte. I mean, that, that's a lot of data. You could chill home and make money regularly just having one of those things. Definitely. I mean, that, that, that's pretty cheap, the one I sent you, right? That, I mean, that, that's not bad. I mean, if you look at the ones that Dell, Dell you know, and those bigger brands make, they're like mm -hmm. freaking $10,000, dude. They're freaking they're out of their minds. Well, people pay it, so, you know, that's what they charge. But, yeah, I like that about, you know, Backblaze. They're like... You know, no, we're not. We're not just gonna undercut them. You know, we're gonna just destroy their prices. Hey, it's right there. The basics. You got a metal case. You got a freaking two hundred two U UPSs. Uh, you got two. Uh, you you got the fans in between the rows. I mean, it's pretty basic. That's it. That's that's all you need. You got the back planes. I, mean, I was thinking of just buying those back planes. It'd be kind of a long-term investment, in my opinion, but I think it'd pay off. I think so too, especially with the hard drives getting cheaper. I mean, I, th mm -hmm. I think I think there's going to be a fine line between when we could buy hard drives and when they start skyrocketing again. Agreed. Just you know like what I'm saying? Graphics cards are now. Exactly. Like, repeating itself yep. right this moment. The opportunity miners are back, and they're you know looking for a free lunch. So of course. Graphics cards everywhere, you know, ending up out of stock, and here, let me tell you what's going to happen, just so, you know, you can prepare yourself. In several months, the unsustainable profitability of, you know, mining comes back down. All these opportunity miners that are buying up, you know, cards like this right now, they can't really tune them very well, and they don't want to, because they were looking for a free lunch in the first place. So all those cards are going to be sold in places like eBay at a loss. I'd save your money to buy them. I and you're right, and uh, that's what. I, so let's buy the hard drives now. So when you know when they do skyrocket, because exactly. everyone's gonna start. Everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, I could buy a shit ton of hard drives and make money." You know, just leave mm -hmm. them there. Residual they income. Definitely is a... want to have those before that happens. So right just now, like you want to have a hard disk, or not? Sorry, just like you want to have a GPUs right now. On Amazon, the cheapest I found is five terabytes for 120 bucks. That's damn good. That's a good deal, dude. I've been buying one of those every week. Five? You saying five terabytes for yeah, like man. bucks? Yeah, man. I got dude, over a hundred terabytes. I have a, I had a like a a, a RAID one array with uh, two three terabyte drives, and you know that cost a lot of money back when I got it, but that's awesome. That's cheap, man. So, so you you know what? Very. The only the only issue I have with the Seagate, it's called. Ex uh, I'll link it to you. Yeah, check check that out. So, the only issue I have with this brand is that it's not really five terabytes. It's like four point six. Yeah, that's, uh, don't worry, it's not the brand. That's, uh, what you get from absolutely every disc manufacturer. There was a lawsuit over it a long time ago, and because of the technicality, the hard drive manufacturers won because technically it is five terabytes. You're expecting five terabytes, and it's not. That's annoying, man. That annoying, you know, because so, it adds up after you got like 10 drives. Exactly. I, I mean, and it also adds up as drive as the amount of uh, space and drives goes up. Well, they have an eight terabyte, but that's not worth it. One hundred eighty bucks. That's insane. Yeah, because it all goes down to price per. Or sorry, it all goes comes down to um how many kilobytes are in the drive, since 
um, since one kibibyte is 1024 bytes, one kilobyte is actually 1000, because the prefix kilo, you know, it's actually 1000 um, bytes. So you're losing 24 bytes per, t for, per kilobyte. As the amount of kilobytes goes up, that starts to add up to quite a bit. So I was thinking of just buying these backplanes. You, you, you've seen these? Uh, no, link me. Hold on, I gotta, I'm, send, I'm working right now, I gotta send somebody. There we go, now you can go test that. Okay. Yeah, that's, uh, that's alright, but, uh, thing is, is that I talked to somebody who, um, who does run servers. He's a, he's a pretty cool guy. He, uh, runs actually a SIA pool, and we, uh, we talk and, you know, share interesting stuff sometimes, and, uh, he's, uh, so you don't want to use um, data because uh, I was talking about, you know, it'd be nice to have like a Raspberry Pi or not a Raspberry Pi. I hate those things. But uh, like, you know, a more powerful single board computer and then um, get like a crap ton of, you know, drives and basically hook them up via like some sort of SATA interface connected to it with a bunch of them. And he was like, no, nah, man, don't do that. And I was like, well, why not? He said, just get like a big SAS backplane. And uh, I was like, really? And he was like, because, you know, SAS is basically, I think, how um, how big servers, right. like really yeah. big servers with a lot of those things do it. Yeah, I know. I, I, I used to work, I used, I used to work in the, I, all, all the huge servers that were, have SAS connections. Uh, exactly. The, yeah. the big SANS. You know, take a shit ton of drives, you know, and, you know, a backplane like that. And there you go. Yeah, but they're expensive still. They're really expensive. Yeah, but you can hook up one hell of a lot more drives. Is it more expensive to buy, you know, SAS, or is it more expensive to buy more, you know, systems to manage your storage? I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying that's, that's also something to think about, because... I don't know. I'd, I'm. I probably just connect them all by USB, like I'm doing now. <laughs> that would be so slow. <laughs> well, actually, come and think of it. Yeah, three point oh. Wait, come and think of it. You can daisy chain up to 127 devices from one USB port, as long as it's like a root hub. And yeah, you could do that because I mean, the bottleneck would obviously be the speed of your internet connection. So yeah, I think you might get away with that. That'd be cool too. Yeah, no, that, it, it definitely will, dude. Is it still 127 even for 3.0? Uh, yeah, I think so. I know it is for 2.0, and I doubt they, you know, brought it down. If anything, it probably went up. It does 5 gigabits per second. That's really fast for 3.0. Yeah, and I mean, 3.1's already out, so... Right, and then they have the, the that, uh... The thunder, the thunder plug, right? Oh, the thunderbolt. Yeah, I, I wouldn't use that. <laughs> the lightning bolt. Huh. I just got a whole bunch of. High, I got a couple of hubs here, and I got them all connected to hubs right now to one computer. There's also uh, what was it? Uh, the good old fashioned firewire. <laughs> Get a firewire port, and you'll never have to worry about you know. Somebody local, you know, not breaking into your computer again. <laughs> oh, they got eSATA, right? There's external eSATA also. Yeah, true. But yeah, FireWire, remember that bug? No. Oh, FireWire is famous for it. Okay, so, uh, yeah, FireWire. Basically, they had a have a bug that allows um, DMA access through the FireWire port no matter what. So as long as you have an open FireWire port, what somebody can do is, is that any um, they just plug in a malicious device and boom, complete access to your computer, whether it was locked or not. Oops. <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm guessing yeah. that's why I don't see it anymore. 
Yep. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was, it was pretty hilarious because the thing is that DMA allows unfettered access to every bit of memory, including memory that the operating system is using for important things like, you know, whether or not it's currently locked at the time. <laughs> Dude, Thunderbolt, so, yeah. Thunderbolt gets 10 gigabits a second compared That's to pretty... the three point. Yeah, that is nice, but what would you need exactly 10 gigabits a second for when you got to transfer the stuff over the internet anyway? I don't know. It's kind of like, you know, why why would you want your penis bigger, you know? I don't know, because... Yeah, and at some point, you know, no one's going to want to have sex with you because that's going to hurt. <laughs> Whatever, I don't care. Or if you think about it, you know, I'm just saying, if you think about it, you know, sometimes, you know, it, it's, it's detrimental. It, it's fun. <laughs> but yeah, to be honest, I, I, I would love like a 10 gigabit Ethernet like in my house, not because like I stream a whole bunch of movies all the time, but just because it's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, I get what you're saying. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a maximalist. Yeah, I, I, I always have to do everything the best. Then it's that's all. That's the way I am in everything I do, man. Like I'll research everything to the point where I know it and I've perfected it. Yeah, I know that feeling. I don't do it with everything, but some things. I mean, like, like gardening, man, and and, and you know, uh, like everything I do is is, I like I'll sit here and research all night till early morning, on best practices and best ways to do it. I'm trying to figure out here if ESAT is better than uh, USB 3.0, but I don't think so. Well, it's also 3.1. So 3.1 might be faster, I'm not sure. Oh shit, you're right. Is that what? is that out already? USB 3.1? Yep. Damn, I got some old computers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I actually had to turn off some of the USB 3.1 ports on uh, some of my machine or on one of my machines because it was uh, it was interfering with the PCIe slot um, count. It used up one of the uh, not one of the slots, but one of the darn uh, lanes. That's what I'm looking for. And because of that, they disabled one small PCIe slot on my computer, and I was trying to use it. And I'm like, damn, you know, why isn't this showing up? Yeah, I had to disable that in the BIOS. <laughs> so you, dude. That's USB 3.1 is the answer. It's 10 gigabits a second, just like the the lightning bolt. Damn, that's that's pretty fast. Can I use that for networking? Like, forget cat and cat 6a. You know, I'm gonna be stringing USB 3.1 cables over all around my house. Yeah, it's doubled. That dude, doubled 3.0. 3.1 is double 3.0. It should that's be awesome. six. Should be 6.0. Because, yeah, but, I, I was always thinking, like, man, I'd love to have, you know, gig gigabit Ethernet or something like that, you know. But, yeah. See, uh, you know, uh, 3.0 is... Uh, but the problem is the hard drive is, is only 3.0, so... Oh. Uh, let's see here. Do they make hard drives with 3.1? Maybe I'm that's why sure. they're so cheap? But yeah, I was thinking networking would be awesome with that USB instead of, you know, instead of, um, what am I thinking? Uh, you know, Cat6 cables with, uh, like just regular Ethernet. Well, Ethernet went up also. There's a Cat7 now. Oh, really? Well, yeah, but the problem is that Interfaces only go up to gigabit unless you start buying 10 gigabit, you know, cards and routers, and that stuff is just so expensive because they only they only really sell it to businesses. Right, or or, or at that point you just go fiber. Mm-hmm. Four terabyte external hard drive, USB 3.1 is 169 dollars. Wow. Guess they're charging a premium for, uh, you know, how new 3.1 is and the fact they support it. Bastards.
<laughs> well, people will pay it. I mean, technically, it's double the speed, so it is worth it. Yeah. I mean, it's worth the extra 50 bucks if you have that many. If you have... if At the end of the day, if I plan on having a petabyte... Yeah, if you need speed, not capacity, then, you know, yeah, go for go for that one. I mean, I, I, I think that there was a... There's also Filecoin. You heard of Filecoin coming out? Uh... A very little bit. I mean, I've heard it referenced, but I don't know anything about it. So the the guy the guy that's create who created his name is uh, Juan Bennett, right? He he invented IPFS. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've I've used IPFS before. That's pretty fun. That's what all those uh, you know vids is about in uh, Novosphere, Atmos. Yeah, I know. I've I've messed with them too. They're, they're all they're all built on that that technology. The the creator his name is Juan Bennett. I saw him at okay. the Token Summit. I met him. Really sweet. Dude, it was awesome. And you know what's funny? I had the core media hat on, right? Mm -hmm. And he, I think he thought I was going to hound him. <laughs> so the first time I tried to approach him, he's like, oh, I'm busy. I'm, I'm busy, right? I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> so like, mm -hmm. I, like, I'm like, yeah, this guy's amazing. He just told me he's busy. All right, so, so then I came back around and I tried again. And I'm <laughs> like, and I'm like, Hey, Juan, what's up, man? But my name's Lutz. Yeah, and, and, and he's like, oh, he, he was about to give me the, the, you know, I'm busy. But then I was like, dude, you're my idol. <laughs> like, like, you created IPFS. I was like, I'm, I'm like, there's no, I, I've been waiting for Filecoin forever. And then, then, nice. he, then, then he kind of put his guard down. He's like, oh, okay, I'll talk to him. He's like, yeah, I think because of the hat, he thought I was going to like start, you know, hammering him with questions. I only asked him one question. When is Filecoin coming out? <laughs> yeah, I bet he loves that question, eh? Well, he, he said, he said June, man. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's coming awesome. soon, man. It's coming soon. That's nice. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's Saya, that's competition to Saya and, uh, and the, and, and storage. Nice. There was another one up there. I forgot the name of the other one. There was four of them. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. There's Sia, there's Storage, there's, uh... Oh, yeah, 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 that one that's never coming out. Made Safe. Oh, yeah, Made Safe. But, yeah, we, we, I gave up on that, like, like two years ago. <laughs> yeah. When, when, when it was somehow, like, on top of CoinMarketCap... I think you can turn off the mic now, cause uh, yeah, I don't think. Oh, we're still recording. I totally, I totally yeah. forgot. Yeah. All right, guys. Know, thanks for joining. All night, and you know, people probably aren't gonna listen to the whole damn thing. So yeah. Hey, why not? You know what? Just open the team speak to to the public, and they could come in here and hang out with us if they want. Oh, why not? I I think I'll do that. All, All right, right, guys. Uh, I'm just gonna end the show. Everybody, thanks for joining us. I mean, we just shoot the shit over here. If uh, you guys are interested in, uh, you know, just jumping on and, you know, you got nothing to do and you want to bullshit with, with us, you know, let me know. I mean, you, we could we could we could do that. We, we could even have like a meetup, right? Yeah, um, that'd be pretty cool. And everybody could 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 tell us, you know, like I, I I'm telling you about all the shit I learned at Token Summit. It's insane. All right, guys. Thank you for thank you for uh, listening and uh, have a wonderful day.